Welcome to the Fight for Top 6 podcast with me, Elle. And me, Elise. In this episode, we'll be going over the results from the games at the weekend. So let's start off with Man City West Ham. Elle, you said last week that it could be possible for West Ham to maybe get a result at City, but that wasn't the case. Yep, and that wasn't the case. I feel like West Ham was so close to getting the result. Um, obviously, it took City 30 minutes to score. Um, and it was a great goal from Ruben Diaz and a great cross from De Bruyne. Um, and then just before half time, West Ham got one back. So, and then I thought this might be actually be possible for West Ham to get a draw here. But then in the second half, it was a bit more into Man City's favour. And John Stones scored a nice little goal in the 68th minute. But then during the end of the game, the last five, ten minutes, West Ham had a few more chances and I thought they're going to actually score here and they're going to, this is going to end up a draw. But they were so close. But I feel like it, watching the whole game, it was more into Man City's favour. And then after that, we have Leeds versus Aston Villa, which is a pretty decent game to be fair. But there was only one goal in it and I honestly thought there was going to be more goals. It was a very early goal from Villa. El Ghazi scored in the first five minutes, which was the only goal of the afternoon. Leeds definitely had their chances, but Villa did look like scoring again. They looked like they were definitely going to score again, but they just couldn't get the ball in the back of the net. However, Villa are now sitting 11th in the table, five points behind Liverpool, who are currently sixth place. And Aston Villa do have a game in hand However, I currently feel like Aston Villa are not going to get in that top six space. They're not going to get in the top six because I just feel like they're not the same Aston Villa that they was at the beginning of the season. Do you feel like they could possibly get there or do you feel like it's going to be quite difficult for them? Yes, yeah, so they're only they're out on 39 points at the moment, just below Tottenham, same points. If they, if they win their two games in hand... That would take them level with Chelsea, I believe. Obviously, depending on the results of other games. So Mm -hmm. there is a chance for them if they can get... If they use them two games they have in hand wisely, I definitely think there is a chance for them to get there. It just depends on whether or not they they can get the results they need and keep playing well and get up there. But next, Mm -hmm. we move on to Sunday... The first game yeah. of the day was Leicester versus Arsenal. Arsenal on 3-1. It was maybe Leicester had had a knockback, so obviously midweek they got knocked out of the Europa League. And then as well, Madison had to pull out last minute due to a hip injury. So that might have played a big part into the reasons why they didn't end up playing as great. They Surprisingly, mm-hmm. though, they were the ones who started off the goal scoring. They got a goal in the sixth minute. But then... Arsenal made a lot of changes from their game on Thursday. Uh, Aubameyang and Saka were both moved to the bench and Lacazette was put up front, which proved to work for them because he scored a penalty in the first half. They had David Luiz score a header in the 39th minute and then Pepe finished it off in the 52nd. Looking back, it was a, definitely a lot of Arsenal compared to Leicester. They definitely had the ball more. And then another... Obviously, Leicester have been hit massively with injuries lately. 
they had eight players out and then um, Barnes ended up being taken off on a stretcher in the second half, which I think mm-hmm. might be a hip injury. But yeah, Arsenal were 2-1 two, two up and they never stopped fighting the whole time. At one point, they had five players in the box, which resulted in Pepe scoring that last goal. So it was definitely an all-Arsenal game. And as much as I hate to say it, they deserved it more out of the two teams, definitely. Mm-hmm. And then we go on to Tottenham, who hosted Burnley at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Obviously, for a Spurs fan, amazing game. 4-0 win. Bunch two from off, Bale, one carry from on. <laughs> Yeah, two from Bell, one from Kane, <laughs> one from Mora. Bell with the assist as well. Obviously, there was a lot of disappointment that came from last week's game against West Ham. I mean, losing 2-1 was just heartbreaking and just... Like, I just wasn't excited for the football. Like, when I saw it's like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is just not worth it. Obviously, during the week, they won 4-0 again against Wolfsburg. So it kind of gave me that bit of hope back that something could change. Um, mm-hmm. There was three changes to the team from West Ham. <clears throat> you had Bao, who made his fir- third Premier League appearance. Aurier came back from a foot injury. And Toby was also put in the team. So... I mean, it wasn't massive changes, but they were still like, I'm so happy that Bao finally got in the team. Like, mm-hmm. I got a start because like, he scored two goals. He made an amazing assist for Kane's goal. And it's like, he's had a contribution to seven goals in his last four appearances. So I wow. just think like, yeah, he's doing amazing. The past week or two, I have said, Bell, in my opinion, needs to get back into the team. And I feel like I know at Real Madrid, he wasn't playing the games. He was barely playing at all. And then he's come into a side who want, who basically need him, but Jose wasn't playing him. And I'm not too sure if that was due to fitness or personal reasons, but I do feel like from now on to the end of the season, Bale is going to be in your starting lineup after the, the past few games he's had. Oh, 100%. Like, um, in Jose's post-match interview, he was saying about how everyone keeps saying how happy Bao is now and that. And even Bao said himself that he just feels like comfortable in the dressing room and that. And I think that's got had a big impact. But like Jose said, he's obviously everyone criticised him when he first came because he wasn't playing his best and that. And he, I agree with what he said. He said, well, if he was the Bao of five years ago he wouldn't be here. He would still be in Madrid. Like, he wouldn't be... Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have that battle. He would still be playing in Madrid and that. But the battle that we have, who is now improving, is definitely what we need for the team. And they all just, like... When you look back at the game, like, one of watch rewatched the highlights, and you could just see the excitement on all of their faces. Like, as a Spurs mm-hmm. fan, that performance I was incredibly happy with. Like, it made me excited to watch 100%. the next game. But... Yeah. yeah. However, the mm. game afterwards wasn't as exciting as your game. <laughs> um, so it was Chelsea versus Manchester United and it ended nil-nil. As a Chelsea fan, when I saw the lineup, I was pretty shocked, but not shocked at the same time. He made quite a few changes. Chilwell, Ziyech and Giroud all came into the side to start. Obviously, Giroud has been playing more football for us. And he has been playing well as he scored a great bicycle kick in the week. But Chilwell and Ziyech, obviously, he hasn't really seen them play 
a lot so I understand and I feel like bringing them into that game was quite a big was quite a big decision because it's against Man United but when I saw the lineup I thought I'm going to give my trust in him in touch in Turkle um so I didn't really make a comment on the lineup and I just thought you know what, I'll just see how it is because obviously we played great in the week so we'll just I thought just let it let's hope for the best however if you look at the stats Chelsea had six shots on targets to Man United's four I feel like Chelsea definitely had the better of chances but every time Manchester United were going forward they looked like scoring whereas on the other hand for us I feel like even though we did have the better of chances you just felt like there was just that one thing missing and Ziyech and Giroud did miss like a few open plays and I feel like you just need to get you just need to get your foot on the end of that ball, otherwise you're not going to get these results. And I do feel like Tuchel needs to find his proper first starting lineup so we can get into more of a routine. Um, but I think on from Manu from Manu United's point of view, that was a good result for them coming going away to Chelsea and getting a draw, not conceding, um, even though they have been playing well. But we've been playing well the last few games-ish. Um, so I feel like that was a good result for Man United. And before the game, I probably would have took a draw against Man United. But knowing the way that we've been playing, I feel like we could have come away with a goal and come away with the three points. But it is what it is. And we just have to make sure that we're winning our next few games. Otherwise, Chelsea will not be, getting, will not be in the top four. And then in the evening, it was Sheffield United versus Liverpool. I'm not, I'm not shocked about the score. So what's your thoughts on that game? Yeah, the score wasn't a massive shock. I mean, it was kind of, you got like the champions going against bottom of the league. It was kind of obvious it was going to be a Liverpool win. I mean, Liverpool obviously looking to stop their um, four-game run of straight losses, which obviously they did end up achieving. Uh, we obviously spoke about last week as well uh, that Henderson got injured and it's now he's had surgery on his groin. It's not looking like he'll be back now until April. So that could be a massive hit for them as a team as well. And obviously they miss their keeper, Alisson, because obviously of the passing of his father that he didn't play. But honestly, I'll give it to Sheffield United. Their keeper was on it in that game. Like Their keeper made so many saves to stop that ball going into the back of the net. They like mm-hmm. honestly looking at it, he to me he was one of like the standout players. Like he did so well. Liverpool did actually score an own goal, own goal at one point, but which would have would have made it a one-one at the time. But lucky for them, that was ruled offside. I thought maybe that could give Sheffield United the push that they need to like fight back and try and get that goal. I mean, they tried, but like Liverpool just dominated the game overall. So yeah, it wasn't a shock. We had Curtis Jones who scored in the 48th minute. So it was a nil-nil first half. And then Keane Bryan, unfortunately, he was the one who scored the own goal in the 65th minute. But yeah, good performance, standard performance from Liverpool. They went out there, they had the domination. And they walked away overall with the three points. So, yeah, good game from them. With games going on this week, we will be back Friday evening giving our thoughts on the results. There are some big games coming up. 
Man City versus Wolves tonight, then Burnley versus Leicester, Sheffield United versus Aston Villa, and then Crystal Palace versus Manchester United, all on Wednesday evening. And then Fulham versus Tottenham, West Brom versus Everton, and then later on on Thursday evening, Liverpool versus Chelsea. Join us on Friday evening at 6pm for our thoughts on the results.